Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This morning, the crisis in India rises to a new level. The IPL cricket postponed, leaving Australian cricketers stranded. Our Prime Minister under more pressure over the India travel ban calls to scrap the strict rule. Sam Burgess guilty but not convicted, the former NRL star admitting he drove with cocaine in his system. And Shark, how a drone operator saved swimmers at a busy surf spot. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The Indian Premier League cricket competition has been postponed as the country's COVID crisis worsens. Touring Australian players are in limbo because of the strict travel ban, with cricket bosses confirming overnight they won't seek exemptions to bring them home. All-rounder Ben Cutting is confined to his room with two of his teammates infected. It's been a miracle that we've made it so far without any cases inside the bubble. Hopefully it is only just these couple of cases and we can have a few days on pause and then roll on again and play the rest of the tournament. Fellow Aussie David Warner has posted a heartbreaking drawing from one of his daughters overnight that reads, Please, Daddy, come home straight away. We miss you a lot and love you. The Prime Minister is under increasing pressure to lift the travel ban on India. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. Crossbenchers are calling on Scott Morrison to revoke the measure. Good morning, Jody. Yes, eight crossbench MPs and senators have written to the Prime Minister calling on him to end this ban and bring home Australians who are stranded over in India as the COVID crisis there worsens. Sally Stegall, Adam Bant, Bob Catter among those urging the government to show compassion, saying treating Australians as criminals is not the answer, describing this ban as racist and possibly illegal. Scott Morrison under pressure to build new accommodation facilities where returned travellers can quarantine the Howard Springs facility in Darwin at capacity. That will be expanded though by the end of the month. The Australian Medical Association also lobbying the government to scrap tough new penalties to fine or jail Australians for returning home from India. Scott Morrison insisting that it's highly unlikely those penalties will be enforced. He hopes to lift the ban on the 15th of May. This morning a shipment of emergency medical supplies will leave Australia to head for India. The government committing to sending oxygen, masks, goggles, gloves, face shields and other personal protective equipment which should arrive tonight as the country's COVID infections near 20 
million cases. Jodie. Okay, Olivia, thank you. The boss of Victoria's hotel quarantine program has reportedly been referred to authorities twice in two months over potential breaches. The Australian reports the general manager of the scheme allegedly refused a mandatory COVID test as he left a hotel, insisting he could override his own protocol. Confidential documents also revealed unvaccinated maintenance contractors were allowed into quarantine hotels for extended periods in breach of government policy. New research out this morning shows COVID vaccine hesitancy is stopping many Australians from getting the jab. Just 3.6% of people believe the rollout is going well, while 64% think the opposite. There has been an increase this year in the number of Australians who say they will get the jab, though, up from just under to now just over 50%. But more than three quarters are concerned about the side effects, with 63% of people citing them as the main reason they would get vaccinated. Adelaide can finally take full advantage of Australia's travel bubble with New Zealand, with direct flights taking off from today. The first Air New Zealand flight to leave Adelaide in more than a year will head to Auckland. Pre-COVID, Kiwis made more than 40,000 trips to South Australia each year. New South Wales is aiming to manufacture advanced COVID vaccines under a new state government plan. The Premier has announced leading scientists and universities will investigate how the state can make mRNA vaccines like the Pfizer and Moderna products. All of us will be working together to make what is now a vision an absolute reality. The government estimates a pilot program will take one to two years. A four-year-old boy has been bitten by a dingo on Queensland's Fraser Island. Two young boys were approached by the animal near a home in Orchard Beach. As they ran away, the dingo bit one child on the thigh. He did not require medical assistance. It's the second attack there in weeks. Former NRL star Sam Burgess has pleaded guilty to several traffic offences, including driving with traces of cocaine in his system. He avoided recording a conviction and will remain on the road, despite a history of 32 traffic offences since 2010. Police pulled him over in the New South Wales Southern Highlands in February, driving an unregistered BMW without a valid driver's licence. The former Rabbitoh was placed on a good behaviour bond and ordered to pay more than $1,100 dollars in fines. Parts of southeast Queensland have been lashed by heavy rainfall overnight and displays of lightning. Logan copped 51 millimetres of rain within half an hour and pea-sized hailstones fell in the scenic rim. The Bureau warns there's the chance of hail around Brisbane, the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast during the course of today. A four-metre great white shark has been spotted at a popular beach in WA. A drone operator saw the shark at Bunker Bay near Dunsborough. They raised the alarm to swimmers who were dangerously close by. Victorian parents will be banned from school grounds or fined thousands of dollars if they abuse teachers. The crackdown comes after a growing number of principals have been threatened online and even physically assaulted. They educate our children. Now teachers have the power to discipline parents too. This is about where it gets to the level where it crosses the line. Violent behaviour, abusive behaviour, threatening behaviour. In 2020, 30% of principals received threats of violence and 21% had been assaulted. We are seeing an increase of that occurring, especially through social media. 
Under the new laws, aggressive or violent parents can face immediate 14-day bans. If issues aren't resolved, principals can extend that for up to a year. Any breaches can result in a $10,000 fine. Schools can ban parents who are threatening in person or online, whether it's on school grounds or any place a school event is being held. I think it's a really good idea. I mean, no parent has the right to be abusive towards principals or teachers. Banned parents would still have the right to communicate with the school and stay informed about their child's education. If they don't agree with the decision, they can take the school to VCAT. Each party gets an opportunity to present their case, put their best foot forward, and then the VCAT member will make a decision. Louisa Cheatley, 7 News. Your veggie patch could be poisoning you, according to new research. A study by experts at Macquarie University found the level of lead in Sydney garden soil far exceeds safe levels. Inner city Sydney was the worst, followed by Leichhardt, then Marrickville, Ryde, Burwood and Strathfield. Samples were taken from more than 3,600 homes nationwide, including 2,000 from New South Wales. It found 31% of all vegetable gardens in Sydney produced food with hazardous levels of lead. That's compared to 19% in Melbourne and in Brisbane. Liberal Senator Jim Molan, who's just been diagnosed with cancer, has urged everyone not to ignore symptoms and to get tested. Experts are concerned there are thousands of undiagnosed cancer cases, with fears many Australians put off seeing a doctor during the pandemic. Senator Jim Molan has always been a fighter. The fact that I might die or I might be killed has been part of my life ever since I was 17 years old. 40 years in the military, including as Major General, the 71-year-old is now enduring one of his toughest battles. Uh, is It's prostate cancer. It started as back pain, which he blamed on a recent hip replacement. I put up with it for a while, hoping it would go away. It didn't. Scans confirmed he had cancer and it spread. It was in the lining of my skull. It was uh, on all the bones and it shows up on the scans. Now undergoing treatment, the man who's devoted his entire life to the country has a message for its people. You've got to check. You've got to take it seriously. You put it off and it'll kill you. In its early stages, cancer can be curable, but there are fears many Australians ignored early cancer signs and screening at the start of the pandemic. It was really hard, wasn't it? Because we said you can go to medical centres and get your checkups, but we were all worried about COVID-19. Doctors fear an increase in cancer cases this year with a reduced survival rate. Too soon for us to know what's going to happen with cancer rates. They're urging everyone who can to get tested. Now's the time to prioritise your own health. Senator Molan is hopeful he'll be back to work this September. He says with the growing uncertainty around national security, his job here is more important than ever. But it'll all depend on how he feels after chemotherapy. I've always liked a good sleep. <laughs> Jennifer Beshwati, 7 News. Some customers had a close call in a Victorian cafe when a runaway tyre crashed through the premises. It came off a passing vehicle and travelled straight through the front door of the Bendigo building before heading out the back. Several people narrowly avoided being hit. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is lower, so is the Nasdaq. In London, the FTSE fell, as did Germany's DAX. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower, but Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose, the All Lords gained, and the ASX 200 traded higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,779 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 68.97 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 79.96 US cents, 84 Japanese yen, and $1.07 New Zealand. Australia's planned travel bubble with Singapore is unlikely to happen anytime soon after a cluster of COVID cases emerged in the Southeast Asian nation. The cases linked to a hospital sparked a tightening of restrictions until the end of May. Singapore was believed to be the next likely candidate to join our quarantine-free travel arrangement with New Zealand. At least 23 people, including children, are dead in Mexico City after an overpass carrying a moving train collapsed. Drone images show the aftermath of the horror, with carriages hanging from the structure. Train carriages lay tangled in wires and in twisted metal. Australia's Foreign Minister Maurice Payne is meeting with her counterparts from the G7 countries in London, the first face-to-face talks in more than two years. The UK Foreign Secretary is leading discussions on the global vaccine rollout, climate change, as well as relations with Russia and China. There are tight COVID restrictions, the ministers separated by plastic screens and greeting each other with elbow taps. Severe weather bringing violent tornadoes is roaring across southern parts of the US, putting more than 100 million people at risk. In Texas, two tornadoes left a path of destruction, demolishing homes and ripping off roofs. Several twisters also flattened parts of Mississippi, scattering vehicles like toys. Billie Eilish has broken the internet. The American singer's appearance in British Vogue has broken a world record. The cover image posted on the 19-year-old star's Instagram account is now the fastest post of all time to hit one million likes. Fans are calling the photos a major transformation for the Grammy winner. Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, is adding author to her post-royal resume, releasing a debut children's book called The Bench. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. It was inspired by Meghan's own life. Good morning, Jodie. Yes, from actress to royal to writer, Meghan Markle has uh, announced that she's releasing this book next month. It is a children's book called The Bench. The Duchess of Sussex says that it started uh, as a poem that she wrote for her husband on Father's Day, the month after Archie was born. She went on to say in a statement that Christian, who is the illustrator, and I worked closely to depict this special bond through an inclusive lens. My hope is that the bench resonates with every family, no matter the makeup, as much as it does with mine. The topic of race became one of the most talked about bombshells from her interview with Oprah. Uh, when she and Harry sat down for that uh, interview earlier this year when Meghan said that a member of the royal family had questioned how dark Archie's skin would be. They have since packed up their lives, moved to their home in California, playing on the beach there, releasing videos. They've asked for privacy as they raise their family. Of course, they're expecting their second child, a daughter, uh, possibly next month, although we don't know the exact due date. Meghan describing herself as a mother, wife, feminist and activist. 
in this latest release. So uh, quite the pandemic project for Megan. Sure Jody. is. Okay, thanks, Ash. In sport, the AFL Tribunal has overturned Melbourne Ford Bailey Fritch's one-game ban for striking. Christian Petrarca is on the verge of signing a massive seven-year contract extension that will effectively see him become a demon for life. Meanwhile, Western Bulldogs captain Marcus Bontempelli, who will be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season, won't put a timeline on his new contract, but says talks are progressing well. Balmain legend Benny Elias is all in to buy ownership of the embattled West Tigers. Seven News was there as Elias met with club power brokers yesterday, leading a plan to buy a controlling stake for more than $10 million. He says it's not about splitting the merger between Balmain and Wests. Absolutely, 100%. There's no, there's no uh, hostility whatsoever. It's a, it's a very positive outcome. And accused drug cheat Michael Jennings has walked away from the rest of his contract to allow the Eels to sign a replacement. Jennings was provisionally suspended in October last year after testing positive to a banned substance. Roma have hired Jose Mourinho on a three-year coaching deal just two weeks after he was sacked from Tottenham Hotspur. The special one will take charge from next season. The last time the former Manchester United, Real Madrid and Chelsea manager coached in Serie A, he signed off with a treble for Inter Milan in the 2009-10 season. Day three of the Margaret River Pro belonged to hometown hero Bronte McCauley. The 27-year-old upset world number two Caroline Marks in the round of 16. That heat was so nerve-wracking because it was um, pretty slow and I was just like, kept saying, it's my time, it's my time. Steph Gilmore, Tyler Wright and Sally Fitzgibbons are also through to the quarterfinals, which continue on 7 Plus this morning. Rock veteran John Paul Young has made a return to his old school in Sydney and as you'd expect, there was something in the air. It's been 50 years since he studied at Westfield Sports High. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a deep trough and a low are generating blustery winds, rain and storms in parts of Victoria, New South Wales and southern Queensland. A trough is causing rain and storms to spread across WA. There are cold conditions in South Australia and Tasmania under a high. Around the capitals today, a possible thunderstorm in Brisbane heading for a top of 22 degrees. Sydney showers a top of 17. Canberra showers just 14. Mostly sunny 17 in Melbourne cloudy and 18 in Hobart. Adelaide mostly sunny heading for 19 degrees, a possible thunderstorm in Perth 23 and Darwin sunny and 33 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday the 5th of May 2021.